Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Isai. This is Rabbi Falk speaking to you again, not from Telstone, but rather from Passaic, to be more exact, Clifton, New Jersey, um, on the Nebetzion podcast. This week's Parsha in Chutzlaretz, where I am right now, I'll be reading the Parsha Kairach, Parsha's Kairach for a second time, Chazorah, it's a wonderful thing, is Parsha's Kairach. Terrible, terrible machlaikas with Kairach. But the first pasuk in the parsha it says Vayikach Kairach and then it tells us the ancestry of Kairach Ben Yitzar Ben Kas Ben Levi and it stops. Rashi says why doesn't it mention Yaakov? It says in Rashi Ben Yitzar Ben Kas Ben Levi Veloy Hiskir Ben Yaakov. It did not mention Yaakov. Shebikesh Rachamim Malatzmo he. Ask for mercy and compassion on himself, Rachamim, that his name should not be mentioned in reference to the Machlaikas. When Kairach was chaylik and disagreed and disputed the leadership of Moshe Rabbeinu. And he brings a Pasuk, my honor, my glory should not be diminished during that Machlaikas. Rabbi said, What is going on here? Everyone knows that Levi was the son of Yaakov. So if you already describe the ancestry of Kairach ben Yitzhak and Kos ben Levi, everybody knows he was a grandson of Yaakov. What did Yaakov mean when he said, I don't want my name used, mentioned in this Machlekes? So the Oznaim Latiris is a beautiful pshat. Oznaim Latiris says that one might think that Kairach would claim, what do you mean I'm fighting because I want to do Avoida. I want a very important job in the Beis HaMikdosh. Why should Aaron get it all? And you might say, Kairach says, and you might think that that's a bad thing, to fight about the, the, the right to be able to do the Avoida in the Beis HaMikdosh. What do you mean? Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu stole the Bechaira, which was to be the one who did the Avoida, he stole it from Esau. So you see, Yaakov did the same thing that I'm doing right now. Yaakov Avinu davened that that taina, that claim, that argument should not be used. And his tefillah was answered because it's a good taina. Why didn't Kairach bring that down? Why didn't Kairach say, look, Yaakov Avinu also fought with Esau over the Bukhar. He stole it from him. Rabbi said there's a big, big difference because in the beginning of the parsha it says, Vayikach Kairach, Rashi says, Lokach etz atzmoy l'tzarechot. They say he took himself. He was interested in the kuhuna not for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but he was interested in the kuhuna for his own kavod. Whereas by Yaakov, Yaakov was told by his mother to go and to get the bechor from Esav. He didn't even want to do it. He did it only l'shem shemaim to be makaving the commandment of his mother because his mother, Biruch Hakadosh, knew that that was supposed to be. And Yaakov didn't want that taina to be brought up, and he davened to Hashem that that claim should not be part of the Machlechus of Karach. And that is what happened. My boy Sai, there's another pshat also in the Maral. The Maral explains that the characteristics of the fathers are passed on to their children. And he says that if a, a descendant is gets those tremendous characteristics, those strength, those milers of the father... And he is a Russia, he will use those koichas in a negative way, and he will be even a greater Russia than he would have been without 
the, the tremendous koiches that he inherited from his father. And that's if you take those good koiches, those good characteristics, those, those strengths that you received from your ancestors, and if you abuse them and misuse them, so then that person will be even a more powerful Russian than the person who didn't have those strengths. And he brings a raya from two people who had the koiches from their father. Yishmael, who had it from Avram, and Esau, who had it from Yaakov. He says the two of them, because they had those koiches, the korban that they made was terrible. We suffer from the two of them to this day. Yaakov Avinu, please don't give him those strength, those that potential, those tremendous koiches that I have, because Chas Shalmi is going to use it in a bad way. And a Kodesh Baruch accepted that tefillah. Rabbi Isai, we have to realize that we inherit, we inherit from our forefathers, from the Obas Hagdoshim, from our Bubbies and our Zaydis, we inherit tremendous, tremendous koiches. And those koiches can be used one of two ways. They can either be used in a positive way to build and to create and to bring ourselves closer to Kodesh Baruch Hu, or Chas Shalom, those koiches can be used in the wrong way, can be abused and we will be even worse. A person would be a, a, a Russia who has this koiches is even worse than a Russia who doesn't have this koiches. Rabbi, I want to tell you, I had a, a remarkable experience this Sunday in my house. My wife is involved in a wonderful organization called Kesher Yehudi, where they, it's young um, Israelis who are about to go into the army. They come and they, they go to a, it's sort of like a, a pre-military academy for a year. And these are people that have been, uh, um, they, they find in these, in these young Israelis leadership qualities, and therefore they want to give them more of a connection to Israel and to the Jewish people. So they have this special program. One of the things that they do in some of these programs is they have a meeting with Haredi, with religious, with Orthodox Jews, because most of these people have no connection whatsoever. One of the girls who was in this program, who... My wife was a was a shtukul makarev. Her name is Talia, and Talia was a counselor, a madrich, on um, birthright. The program birthright, where they bring over Americans, or you know, not only Americans, but people from all over the 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 all over Chutzlarts. They bring them there to Israel, and they have a ten day trip, a wonderful, wonderful trip, a tremendous experience. Talia decided, even though they've never done it before. She decided, you know what? I had such a wonderful experience when we met these from people. I want birthright to also come and meet from people. So they brought them to our house, and I spoke to them for ten minutes. My wife spoke with them. We had some of you know of the the madrichim, some of my my daughters and daughter in laws took them and learnt with them. Kobe, my son, learnt with them with Mayor Kermayer is in the Kailo now, and it was an unbelievable experience. But one thing that I saw, one thing I said to them, I told them something remarkable. When they came in, I said to them, I want you all to know, I have to thank you people for coming, because you're special, special people. You're remarkable people. It's unbelievable that you people are here that we're sitting together. And I explained to them something that I saw in a, a safer that I saw in my father's house. He says that any American Jew who is from today or is con- not even from but connected to Yiddishkeit, connected to Judaism, he says it's absolutely remarkable. It's almost a nace. He says if you count back for a person to be from today, he had to have parents 
not to be only from, but to be connected to Judaism, to, to be to, to be willing to come on a, on a program like Birthright. He had to have had two Jewish parents. And those two Jewish parents probably had to have grandparents, two sets of grandparents, four on each side. And those grandparents had more grandparents. He had eight on each side. And if you do that calculation and you do the progression of how many people, how many grandparents were involved in these in these young people who came to our house, if you go back to the year 1700, 1800, you have about a thousand people who had to have been willing to sacrifice and to stay within the Jewish people. It was a very hard thing to do. It was the easiest thing to do if you wanted to, to be able to succeed in society was to leave your Judaism, to assimilate, to mix with the Goyim. But all of those people sitting there in that room with us, every single one of them probably had a thousand back with two, three, two hundred years ago, a thousand different ancestors who did not give up on their Yiddishkeit, who would not leave the Jewish faith. And as little as they did, but they stayed in and they would not leave. And because of those, every single one of them, if one of them had given up, if one of them had left the Jewish faith, then those, all of these young people sitting, who were sitting in my house, probably would not be here today. I said that that, that we can sit together, all these Jews, religious, not religious, but that we're still Jewish, we're still connected with the Jewish people, is due to the merit of thousands of people who preceded us that didn't give up on being Jewish. And I said to them and I say to you that we have a tremendous responsibility to make sure that we keep that chain and that link vibrant and alive and that we give it on to our children and to our great our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And like I always say, out of every single one of us will come here to Shem, a beautiful family, and from that family will come a whole dynasty, a whole tribe of thousands and thousands of descendants as they go on in the in the beautiful, beautiful legacy and journey of the Jewish people. Rabbi Sai, we have to make sure that we pass on to our children those good midos, those strong characteristic traits, and that we teach them, we show them by example how to use those strengths in order to create a strong and vibrant Jewish people.